Hi, welcome to the shallow dive on the Dafyomi. I hope you enjoy. Second line from the top. But to understand it, we need to first see the Mishnah at the beginning of the parak. That's on Nun Gimel Amid Beis. Doesn't matter in what direction. If he does the Maisa Bia to be Kones, the Yavama, without the intention for Kenyan, Rashi explains, Not just not intending for Mitzvah, but Specifically, not intending for mitzvah, afal pikin. The Kenyan works, and she is ishtal choldava, lachera. That's a pashmash mashmos. We're going to see in our sugya to what extent. Furthermore, hu anus vihi lo anusa, he anusa vuhu lo anus. Even beyond beyond shogeg, even anus doesn't matter which party. Does not interfere with the Kenyan. All of these cases, be a garua, still the Kenyan works. And similarly, any of the forbidden relationships, o psulos, or those that are prohibited without being a rias. Any of the relationships. Similarly to what we said before, even a Bia Garua generates the status of Psul, she becomes the status of Zona. Rashi has, since we go to the Mishnah, Pasla Likahuna, Mishum Zona. So let's see the Gemara on this Nakuda. All these cases, as the Gemara is working on this last part of the Reisha of the Mishnah, included in all of these discussions is That's where Rashi learns, Ramam learns. Our Shonim will disagree, we'll see Tosa shortly. But what do we mean? My Kana. What does it mean that there's a Kenya? Rav says it's very straightforward. Kenyan for everything. Shmuel says, no, it's limited. There's not a full Kenyan here. So what's what according to Shmuel is affected here? Dvarma Murabiparsha means that the brother, the Yovam, will be able to inherit the assets of his brother and exempt Yibo. So this is not for everything though, not for Truma. If He's a Kohen, she will not be able to eat Truma based on this 
Biagarua, according to Shmuel. Minasun libe akol achla. Dohabis ka'achla mikara. We're going to see later the Gemara has a different version of the scope of the debate. But the first version says that if she's a widow from Nisuin, then it's not controversial. The Yavama, who was fully married, she didn't just have Kiddushin, she had Nisuin. So Kiddushin and Chopa, after Chopa, after Nisuin, she was able to eat. So she can continue to eat. What is the arena where they debate, Rav and Shmuel? If she was widowed only after Erusin. Rav Rav says, she now may eat. Because the Torah included inferior Bia to affect the Kiddushin, the, the Kenyan through the Yibum, and therefore she's able to eat Shuma as well. Shmuel says no. The strength of being Kones of Yibum is to establish the brother in the place of his deceased brother. So when he is Kones, his Yuvama, it does not give him greater strength than the brother that passed on. The brother that passed on only had a Kenyan Kiddushin. There was no Nisuin in this case. And if a Kohen is Mekadish, a Yisraelis, she's not yet, Mirabana, eligible to eat Shuma, only after Nisuin. So over here, with this Biagarua, according to Shmuel, since the surviving brother is only eligible to take the place of his deceased brother, so that gives the strength of Kiddushin, and the Yavoma will not be allowed to eat Truma until he's Kones and affects Nisuin. Woman by law, but to be stronger than the husband, the deceased brother, that this Kenyan Garua doesn't work. Shmuel goes according to his reasoning. Rav Nachman said in the name of Shmuel that any case where the husband gives his wife to eat Shmuel, so the Yavam, who is performing this elaborate marriage, after he passes on, also gives this widow, now his wife, Truma. And whenever the husband was not yet in a position to give his wife Truma, the priestly tithe, so the Yavam, who's performing lever marriage, also does not give her Truma. Mesa, a a healthy Jewish girl, who had Erusin, she was Mikudeshes to a coin, Pikeach, also healthy. 
then tragedy stuck, struck, and before the chuppah, he became a cheresh, deaf mute, and no longer capable of further kinyan. He's not able to engage in the transaction. He's exempted from everything in the Torah. Eina ocheles. She doesn't eat. She cannot eat from her. Meis if this brother dies and now this girl falls before her brother-in-law, obviously they didn't have children, and if the brother was a cheresh, did not have other children, he's, his brother does yibum or chalitza, so she falls before him and the cheresh does yibum, Ocheles. Then now she will be able to eat Shrimal. And in this you have a paradoxical inversion where the strength of the Yavam is stronger than the strength of the husband. The Yavam was a Cheresh and the Baal was a Cheresh. And the strength of the Yavam to give his wife Shrimal is greater than the strength of the husband who did not. This goes well according to Rav. But how is Shmuel going to understand this? Rav was the one who said that Ocheles, full Kenyan. So we understand that you don't need any Das. So the Cheresh doesn't have any Das, but no problem. You don't need das for this Kenyan, for the Kenyan of evil. But according to Shmuel, we have a problem. Shmuel has a more nuanced view of what the Biagarua can achieve for Yibum. And he says that Lacharashi would not be allowed to eat. Shmuel Kasha. Shmuel says, amend. This brisa, the low his because the consa atnis charish, ain't no achelus betruma. Say that if the coin was not able to conclude the marriage with the chopa erusin nisuin until he became a charish, then she may not eat truma. But if he was able to do chuppah, and only afterwards had the terrible tragedy where he lost his mind, became a cherish, his ability to hear and speak, so he was uneligible only after the full killing of chuppah, then ocheles, then she could eat. A major insertion into this brisa. Meis v'naflat ne'yavam, cheresh. If afterwards he died, so the healthy coin marries Yisraelis, kidushin, then chopa, then tragedy falls, then he dies. Since you already had chopa, so she's eligible to eat truma. Then after he dies, and she falls before the Yavam, who is a Cheresh, Ocheles, she may eat 
Shmuel. Okay, so Shmuel has made an emendation to the Raisa, but what does it mean? And in this regard, the strength of the Avam is greater than the strength of the husband. In what way is it strengthened? Stronger. If the husband from the beginning was a cheresh, she will not, not be allowed to ever eat shroma because it's not a good kinyan min hatera. Kedushin nisuin is not a good kinyan. So his wife will not be able to eat shroma, this cheresh. However, the cheresh from the beginning the, the Yavam, who from the beginning is a Cheresh, he is, in a certain sense, superior to the husband, that he never had to be healthy in order to allow his wife to eat. He can work with the pre-existing capacity of his sister-in-law to eat Shruma and continue that through this Biakarua, the Kenyan, of Yibum, as long as she was able to eat prior. That's the Ukimta Shmuel makes in Brisa, and how he explains the strength of the Yavam over the Bat. Let's see Rashi. Rav learns Kipshuto that any of these inferior means of being Kones, the Yavama, affect a full Kenyan, and if he is a Kohen, and she is Israelis, she may eat Shruma. Mi'ad, right away, in Koinu. Does not require a full Nisuin, just the Kenyan of evil. That's Rav's opinion. Amur Parasha, Shmuel says, no, there is a Kenyan here, that's what the Mishnah says, but it doesn't mean a full-fledged Kenyan. Parashas, Yibnich Kasav Ba Mikrazet, Yivomiyovo So the Mishnah that's talking about a various series of inferior Biyas affecting a Kenyan, Shmuel learns that it's only for those things that are explicit in the Parsha, or Nidrash in the Parsha, Lirish, to inherit, that through Yibum, the surviving brother inherits his deceased brother. To exempt her from Yibum, if he died and he has children from another wife, she does not need any Chalitza or Yibum. Oh, im hotzia beged, or if he divorces her, lo boy chalitza, she does not need anything further. There's no need for chalitza, even though all that was done was biegerua. Oh, im hotzalat sara, nifsara bebiyasa shalzu, or if she had a co-wife. So even though this is an inferior bia, but nonetheless, there was a kinyan that affects exemption of her co-wife from needing anything. That's also a nidrash from the Pasuk, that the ability of Yibum is to build one house, not two. So if one of the wives 
becomes a Yavama, the others are exempt. Mina Nisuin. The first version of the Gemara says that if the context here was there was Nisuin by the first brother, then the Dibra called Akwa. So according to the first version of the Gemara, where there was Kiddushin and Nesuin, so this woman now is eligible to eat Shruma. And now when the brother dies, and the Yavam does this Biyagarua, she is able to eat from again. Rashi is pointing out that there was a cessation in her ability to eat from Even though there was this hiccup, a gap, where she was not eligible to eat from but it is reinstated by this Biyagarua, the Kenyan Abibu, even though it's inferior. To establish the Yavam in the place of the husband, that's the, the Kayach according to Shmuel of this Kenyan Garua. It's only to be like the husband, not stronger than the husband. And in a regular case, a woman does not eat Shuma. Until she goes to Chopa. So Kiddushin is not enough. There needs to be Nisuin. So to in this case, the Kenyan of the Yibum, if it's done in an inferior manner that does not affect Nisuin, so yes, she's Nikneslo, but not to be stronger than the Kenyan that the deceased husband had. Rafka via below Das. Now she's pointing out, if there was Nisuin, and not just solely the Kenyan of Yibum, then there's no debate here. Shmuel would agree that she's Ishtel Choldavar. That's not controversial. The Yovam, the surviving brother, will not be Machel, according to Shmuel. The Biagarua, when the deceased brother only did Kiddushin, in Ochelas, the Gazrina Nesuei Cheresh after Kiddushin Cheresh, in a case where there was Nesuin of a Cheresh, so that's the full marriage of this deaf mute, it cannot affect a Kenyan. So that's excluded. It's exera atu kedusheheresh. Remember, come on. That kedusheheresh is also knocked out. Meis cheresh ze laachas shekansa menolot ne yavam cheresh. So if the brother who did the kedushin became a cheresh after kedushin enesuim, then he died, and then she became a Yavama and fell before her brother-in-law, who was a Cheresh. Then she eats Truma. 
The cheresh doesn't have das, but so what? It's not worse than any other bia, as the Mishnah says that you don't need das for the Kenyan of Yivamas, the Yivam. Rabbi Rachmona, Gabi Yivam, Yovam. So the Yovam can do this Kenyan with bia garua, even a cheresh. That's the price. Shmuel Kasha, the whole havi achla meikara v'ka'achla hashdam. For Shmuel, we have a challenge because. She was not able to eat at the beginning, the way the Brisa reads, that the brother did chopah, not, uh, not, not uh, did kiddushin, not chopah. So if the brother only did kiddushin, not nisuin, so she was never able to eat at the beginning. Now that she falls before the cheresh, after the, the first brother dies, and he does this biyagarua, she's able to eat. Kashan Shmuel. Shmuel says that he's only eligible through the biyagarua. The yobim is only eligible to be in the place of the deceased husband. Not stronger. So Shmuel amends the b'raisa. Meis So Unlike the version that we had, Shmuel says the case is that the deceased husband before dying was able to do Kedush and Enesuin only after the Chopah did he become a Cheresh, the Narfla, and then he died. Ochelas, then she's able to eat after the Kenyan Garua of Yibum, the Ha'afla Mikar, because she originally ate. Omai Bezu, Yafa Kocho. So the Brisa said that in this case we have an anomaly that there's a strength of the Yavam beyond the strength of the husband. In what way? In both cases, the, the, the husband was a Cheresh and then the Yavam became a Cheresh. So Shemuel explains, Cheresh mekara kodem shekansa the ha'achla mekara hashta Hadra Bahmiya The Kheresh Mikara, she is able to eat it's a strength from the Yavam in that he was a Kheresh before the Kenyan, whereas in the original marriage, the first brother was a Pikeh and eligible to make Kenyanim acquisitions prior to Become a cherish, he already did Kedushin and Hisuin. So, in that sense, had he been a cherish from the beginning, he wouldn't be able to affect a Kenyan and would not be able to allow his wife to eat Truma. Whereas the Yavam could be a cherish from the beginning and be able, through this inferior Kenyan, which doesn't require death, doesn't require the ability to have intent, will be able to allow his wife. To consume truma. The Ochamikar, because she was able to eat originally. And through this inferior Bia, he's able, the Yavam, who is a Cherish, is able to affect a, a Kenyan that allows his wife to eat truma. Okay, let's see the Ikadamri. 
another version of the Gemara. Vika de Amri. Mina Yerusun de Rekol, Loachla. Instead of understanding the scope of the Machlokes, as we started, we learned originally that Mina Nisun de Rekol, Achla, if she had Chopa with the first husband before he died and she was able to eat Truma, then the Diagarua works according to everybody, Rav and Shmuel, to allow her to eat Truma, to reinstate her ability to eat Truma. The Kidiyamir says no. If there was only Erisin, then everyone agrees that she may not eat. Even Rav. Rav says, does not mean min ha'erusin. She never ate in the lifetime of her husband, the Kohen who died. Where is the realm of debate between Rav and Shmuel? Only after the first husband effectively did Nisuin, there was Kedushin and Chopa, and the Kohen did, after the Chopa, allow his wife to eat Shomal. And then tragedy stuck, became a Cheresh, and then died, and she fell before her brother-in-law in Yibum. Now Rabbi Shmuel argue whether this Gerua that affects a Kenyan of Yibum will allow her to be able to eat Shomal or not. But, they argue in a case of Nisuin. Rav Omar Ocheles. Rav says, like in the first version, that Kanalachol, so she is acquired for everything, in the case where there was Nisuin. Because she was able to eat originally. Shmuel says, no. Even after Nisuin, she is not able to eat. Where's the Torah? discussing a Chiddush that the Kenyan of the Yavam does not require Das, only for the things that are specific in the Pasuk, but not for everything. Not for everything, and she may not eat Shumal. The Amar of Nachman, Amar Shmuel, Ah, Rav Nachman said in the name of Shmuel, Kol Shabbat Machil, Yavam Machil. So in this case, why does Shmuel say in an ocheles? That after Nisuin, the husband did allow his wife, the first coin, first brother who died, after the chuppah, allowed his wife to eat Shruma. So why do we say that the Yavam is not machil, according to Rather, Shmuel is going to learn any bia that the husband could affect a full Kenyan, that will, the same type of bia would allow the Yavam to allow his wife, the Yavama, to eat. But this Biyagarua, that would not be effective for the husband, the first brother, before he died. It's not effective. It's only effective for Yibo. So, as much as it doesn't allow his wife to eat Truma, it will not allow the Yavam to Give his wife Truma. May say the Gemara is a kasha. Bas Yisrael Pikachas, a Jewish girl that was healthy. Shnis Arsa, there was Erusin, 
The first step, step of marriage, Kiddushin, Lekohen Pikah. The Kohen who is healthy also at the time of the groom. Velo Hispik Lekohen Sa'achin Scharish. And tragedy stuck. He was not able to do Chopa until he became a Cheresh. Now he can't make a Kenyan. Eina Ocheles. She's not able to eat Shroma. Meis Venotlof Yavam Cheresh. If after he became a Cheresh he died and his wife was the widow now is never able to eat Shroma. She falls before her brother-in-law, who is a cheresh also. Ocheles, she's able to eat. And in this regard, the strength of the Yavam is greater than the original husband. Bishlam al This goes well according to Rav. That as we said earlier, that's no problem. Rav can read this Raisa, as we said before. El Shmuel Kasha. According to Shmuel, how is he going to read this? Lachera, there's no way out. Kasha, Gemara does not have an answer. Taka does not go well for Shmuel. So two versions. See Rashi on this. The ha ochlamekara hashta hadra bahachbiyat the ha rachmana rabio. That she's able to eat from the beginning. That's where Rav says that this Biagarua of Yibum will affect a Kenyan that allows her to eat Shroma. Kol Biyah Shabbat Ma'achil, Kagon Biyah Chopah. Bishlam of the Rav. This goes well according to Rav. Avagav, Tahom Asnisim Perchale, Tani Achla. Avagav, De Lo Achla Mekara, Havi, Tinefelis Mina Erisin. De Amran Lo Achla, Filu the Rav. Mintaretz Lo, Tinefelis Mekara. So although it's Shver for Rav also, but we can answer as we said originally, Aliba Dishmo. Originally we said, according to Shmuel, you could amend the Braisa. And this is a way to read it. That the first brother, before he became a Cheresh, did Chopa. Then she eats, Ocheles, then he dies. And she falls before. The brother, the surviving brother, who is a cheresh, ocheles, she's able to eat again. The ha'achla mikar because she ate originally. El l'shmuel in the ikedamri cornish shmuel da'filo ha'ocheles b'chay bala and ha'ocheles b'shvila yavam b'biagura cornish shmuel in the ikedamri. So even if the first husband did chupa, and now she falls before the yavam and only does he only does a kinyan garua. Kenyan for Yibum. So, still, she's not able to eat Shurma, according to Shmuel. So how how can he work with his Bryson? The Gemara B'Lav does not have a Teretz for Shmuel. Kasha. So, Shmuel doesn't have a way to read this Bryson. The Gemara doesn't have a, a way, according to Ikadamri, to defend him. Let's see Tosos. The Dvarim Amurim. The opinion of Shmuel is to understand the Mishnah that views the Kenyan of Ibum as not requiring Das on either party, not for her, not for him. So Shmuel says it doesn't mean 100%. Avagav, Dechol, Shadvarim, Ksuvim, Nami, Beparsha. Even though all other things are also written in this parish of Yavim, 
Once he becomes the, the Yavam, does the Kenyan, so she becomes his wife. The status of Yibum, when it is ratified, generates full Ishus, and then afterwards she's his wife for everything. Kibon to be as Shogek, Lokani, the Alma, Svarahu, De Lo Ravia, Eladvarim, and Furashma Parashat, the Hedya. Nonetheless, there's a Svara, Tosus is telling us that since by regular Ishus, nothing to do with Yibum, regular marriage, so the Bia Shogek, Bia Garua, will not affect a Kenyan, so it's a Svara to say, it's logical to say that as much as the Torah gives substance to this Maisa Kenyan without Das of either party, it's limited. It's only four things that are explicit, meaning it's a tremendous Chiddush. It's a Kenyan without Das. So it's only said where it has to be said. It has to be Behedya, Kigon, for inheritance, that the Yovam, after he is Kones, if he did it in a manner that was without the normal Das or the Maisa, so then you're going to have, or Tosos, we're going to see about that, Maisa or Das, but Al-Kabanim, it's in Biyagurua, Tosos says, only for what's necessary, according to Shmuel, and what is necessary, we saw in Rashi also, Tosos speaks it out, to inherit the property of his dead brother, will stand up in the name of his brother. This means for inheritance. And to exempt her from Yibum, she becomes his wife. Not for any of the other brothers. There is no more Zika between the widow and any other brothers. And also, any co-wives after this Knisa, that he was the, the Yavam, even though he did a Kinyan Garua, he affects a severance, not just of the Zika between this woman and any of his brothers, surviving brothers, but also any of his deceased brothers' co-wives are also freed from the need to do anything further through this weak Kinyan. Why? He's only able to build one home. So therefore, the Zika is severed and the co-wives, who are also widowed, are free to remarry without any further need for Yibum or Chalitza. They're not eligible for Yibum and no need for Chalitza. For these things, He's established in the place, the Yavim is established in the place of his deceased brother, the husband. But Truma, through this inferior Bia, will not, he will not allow her to eat Truma, according to Shemuel. And he will not inherit her. And if he's a Kohen, we're talking about a Kohen, he will not be able to be Matama to her. Also, he'll not be able to make to, to nullify her, her vows. Because that would be to be strong, stronger than the husband. But once Nisun is affected, 
then the Yavam becomes a regular husband and for every respect, also for her Yitruma, to inherit her, to be metame to her, to be Mefer and Adarim, all these things, he becomes like the regular husband. So Tosa says, Tosa differentiates, unlike as we saw in Rashi, which is Lachara Pella, because the first the words of the Mishnah that the Gemara is going on, it says, Maikana, what is the Kenyan of the Mishnah? It says, It, it should have, Lachera, Kornatosis, not mentioned this aspect of the Mishnah, the end of the Reisha, if it's not the subject of the discussion. She has spoken about it earlier. Shogeg, Mezid, Ones, does make a difference, the Das. So it's a Shver, Nakuda, that Tosa says that the Gemara is not really discussing what it's purportedly discussing. Okay, Lachara, he's, he's pushed, Atosos would, would answer that it's trying to focus on the word Kana. So that's, that happens to be the end of the Bryce, the end of the Mishnah where it says Kana. We're discussing what the Kenyan is for, but really it's going on the previous part of the Mishnah, not the very end of this Reisha of the Mishnah. Uma, Shekava, Machloksan, Kana, Misnisan, it's not because they're arguing about that, right? That's that's the, the challenge. That's what it says. Because the, the conclusion is Kono, that's what we're talking about. So he's bothered by this dochik. He says this teretz. But it is a non-issue, according to Rashi and the Raman, that the kana is going on, the acquisition is going on, all of these inferior forms of Kenyan, whether it be mitzad, the lack of das, or mitzad, the lack of maisa. Bishalami, ikad pluksayil, ikad muki pluksayil ba'ara, Tosis concedes that in the Yerushalmi, this is included, at least among Amoraim, a debate, and Rashi and the Ram are not coming from nowhere, it's coming in the Yushalmi already, that that is the scope of the discussion. What is Kana, even with the Biyagarua Mitzat HaMaisa, an inferior act, not just an inferior with lack of intention, and what the Yushalmi will do with Tosus's Kasha, that Ha'ara, which is an inferior Maisa, inferior act, does, if there is good Das, affect a Kenyan Be'alma, by Ishus. So Yushalmi Tosus has, has, has the Yerushalmi to contend with. That is not uh, not definitive. Clearly, at least one opinion in Yerushalmi does not agree with that equation that Tosus is setting up. This Svara that Tosus says, back to the beginning of Tosus, Kivon debi shogeg lokani be'alma, Svara hu delo rabia el advarim parashim parasha behedya. We're contrasting the Chiddush of Yibum with the regular din of Ishus. Regular marriage is not like Yibum, fundamentally. Regular marriage is a Kenyan, and it requires das, requires intent. 
Yibum is unique. How unique? That's the debate over here. But the Mishnah is clearly telling us, to one degree or another, that you do not need Das for this Kenyan. Let's look at the Ramam. Yibum Mechalitza, Perk Beis, Alacha Gimel and Dalet. Raman Paskins, all cases, like Rashi, that the Kenyan of Yibum is effective, even with an inferior act, with an inferior intent, qualifies this, has to be intention to some degree, there's no idea of what's going on, then it's not considered So there are limitations on this, but it has to be some element of Kavanah Samaisa, but not more than that. You don't need Kavanah's Kenyan at all. That's the Ramah, like Rashi. Says the Mishnah Melech, extending the idea that Tosus is working on about this Svara. In what way do we view the Kenyan of Yibum as effective in contrast with the Kenyan of regular Ishas? Cause of Hatur, so the tour writes that the effectiveness of the Kenyan Garua of the Yavam is only if there was Nisuin. And just as we saw that she's acquired through the Bia to take the place of the husband, so that is when you had Arison, uh, Nisuin rather, but if there's only Arison, only Kiddushin, the first step, then not. Similar to what Shmuel says, clap the din of Truma, Achilles Truma. The sack is like the second version, which means that from Arison alone, from the first step, Kedushin, the Biagarua does not affect the Kenyan, not allow, even according to Shmuel, who we paskin like, the. I'm sorry, we paskin like, like Rat, but even according to Rat, the Biagarua does not affect. An ability for the isha, the, the widow, to now eat truma when the brother died only after kiddushin. It has to have been nisuin where she was able to eat originally, even according to Rav. So therefore, also for the etzim Kenyan, not just for for the ability to eat truma.
So the Torah says that this ability to be kona bechlal from a biyakarua biyashogate is only after there was full nisuin, after kedushin and chopa with the deceased brother. Let's see the next Mishnah Malach. Medvar Murim, Mishnah Skaf and Mr. Pakti, here's a question. Baha the Kamlam Yevomo, Eino Kone, El of Abia, Kimana, Akasov, that which we establish that concerning the Yevomo, there's only a Kenya, a Kenyan, an acquisition. The Yevom only makes an acquisition. In accordance with what the verse is discussing, So we see this inferior Kenyan of the Yavam is effective. The question is, even in Biazu Eidim, Dominic Kedushin, The foil here, as Tosa said, we have a Svara to limit Dvarmamurin because it's a Chiddush, and our baseline is the Kenyan of regular Ishas. So too, Mishamel says, let's consider by the baseline of regular Kedushin, there must be Edim, they must have witnesses. So what's the question? He's Mesopic. He's not sure. Do we say that you must have Edim also by this Biagarua of the Yavam to affect the Kenyan? Is it in that regard similar to Kedushin? There's no Kedushin at all. The other side is that it's distinct and not like Kiddushin. The Torah says, Even this So you don't need that at all. So therefore, maybe, even without witnesses, this Biyagarua will be effective. So that is the suffix of the Mishnah Malach. Let's take a look at the Arach HaSholcha. In Simen, Kuf Samech Vav, Sif Tes and Yud. Dara Pashiru, Shibis Yavam HaTzarach Edei Yichud, Kumo B'Kedush HaBia. V'Avshah Rambam, B'Poskim, Lo Hizkiru Zeh, Nir Shalorov Pshutus Adin, Lo Tzrich Lazkiru. Ein Kas Lahedya, Echad Merishonim, Shotagibarim, B'Shem Riaz. So he says, Pashit, that there do need to be a de yichud for the Yavama, just like Kiddushabiyah, even if it's not mentioned, but it is Behedya in Shalakiburin, Chainus Bab de Betosus in Kiddushin, Fizet, Kiman Shinsbar, the whole mini Kiddushin, Ain Konan, the Yavama, Minatara. Since it's clear that all forms of Kiddushin are ineffective by Yavama on a biblical level, meaning Rabbinically, they required Kedushin of the Yavama, Maimar it's called, but it's not effective. The only way the Torah recognizes the ability of the Yavam to acquire his brother's widow to have a Kenyan and generate a, a status that is equivalent to regular marriage is through the Kenyan of the Yavam through Bia. But in the Rabbana, they required Maimar, which is using a regular procedure like Kedushin. So since Ein Konim B'Yavama Mentara Memela Avapisha also by Kedushin Mekamokam B'Yad Sarach Eide Yichud Because the Kedushin is not effective by Yavama, so there's a need for 
Eide Yichud, for the Vida have to be witnesses. They're isolated Kivan, Shemanatara, Lo Kona Adai. Because biblically, there is no Kenyan yet. This is written by the Beishmuel and the Gro. That's the Mishnah Melch we saw. Is this necessary? Our Mishnah. That's his suffix, Mishnah Melch suffix. Marshal, Yamsha Shlomo, Postagripshitos, Shein Saragetim. He is the opposite of the Beishmuel and the Gro. He doesn't have the suffix. He's on the other side. He says, for sure, no need for Edim. The Chiddish of the Bigarua of our Mishnah means there's no need for Edim either. Continues the Archa Shulchan Sifyot. This is a wonder. That all of these inferior acts of Bia affect a Kenyan. What does it mean? He didn't realize it was his Yivom. He thought it was his wife. If you say you need Edim, what's the mission talking about? But Rosh likes his Kasha. says no sad that there's a requirement for Edim. There has to be that the the in order to affect the Adim, they have to be designated and has to be known. So the case is not Nestaber at all in the cases described in the Mishnah. What Adim? He doesn't know it's What doesn't make sense? The od the ha is bar what Adim? What's the Mishnah talking about? What is the what's the talking about? What is the what's the Raman talking about? It's obvious that there's no need for witnesses. She's sleeping. There's a Kenyan. She's not aware of anything. Of course she's not aware they're Aden. Since the Torah affects the Kenyan with this Biagarua, there's no need for Das. There's also no need for witnesses. And Aruch HaShulchan is, is go, going with the Marasha. That you don't need Aden. Important that obviously this is a very important matter. It's She's becoming Ish. So that if he writes the get in his handwriting, so you don't need Adim, that's good enough. When it says that he should write for her a bill of divorce, Abitzi also gave him his signature, his writing is like witnesses. I'm shown. So to over here. And even though is a, is a kasha, that's part of the Chiddush of the Torah. 
and you don't need Edom either. That's Munach in the Mishnah, that all of these Yizkaruos affect the Kenyan. No need for Edom at all. Again, for the actual Kenyan. For Edom uh, Yichud, you'll need. That, that he started with in the beginning of Halakha test. Continuing with the idea of contrasting the process of regular Ishus with Yibum, even though the result is the same, at least ultimately, let's take a look at the Rambam in his Akdama to Pirish Mishnayis. The Seder Noshim. Raman speaks about the Seder, the order of each Masechta. Why are we going to start with Yavamas? We're talking about Seder Noshim. Yavamas, Bechera, is an unusual case of Ishas. Why not talk about Ksubas? Write Ksuba right away. Regular Ishas. Really? That would be the earliest discussion, presumably, of Ishus. So why are we passing over Ksubis and starting with Ivamas? Major Yisod. By Nisuin, regular marriage, it depends on the will of the person. That's why there's a need for Das for the Kenyan. Nisuin requires the Ratzon Ha'adam. You want Nisuin, you have to have Ratzon Adam. The Ein Lebezin Lokov Adam Nishate. This is major, major raid over here. Shachanach doesn't know this. Ramam says, The Ein Lebezin Lokov Adam Nishate. Bezin does not force a person to get married. It is an outgrowth of Ratzon Adam. Therefore, it is subordinated. We don't talk about Subas first, we talk about Yibum first, Yivamos. We force him. And we say, Bezdin says to the guy, You are the Yavam. You must either do Chalitza or Yibom. They pull out their, their sticks, they're ready to hit. This does not depend on his Ratzon. It's Hechrechi. It's under duress. And therefore, the discussion of Yavamas precedes. The discussion of Ksubis, because Ksubis depends on Ratzon Ha'adam. It's dependent on your will. It's optional, as it were, even though there's a mitzvah. But to a degree, it depends on a person's Ratzon. Whereas Yibum, there's Kfiyah. He's forced. does not depend on Ratzon. So this type of Ishus, Seder Nashim, has a Din Kedima. That is the Ramam Shtikl Terah. It's appropriate to start with something that must be That is the Rambam. The Rosh is not that way. Let's take a look at the Rosh in Simon Tazayin. Tekshishi Tazayin. Arperk. And so it would be appropriate the Ravok. A single person Single man, Shavarolov, Esrim Shana, past 20 years, but Einarot said Lisa Isha doesn't want to get married. Shekafu Bezin. Bezin should force him, Lisa, to get married. The kind of Isn't Mitzvah to do. Beat him up. 
Get married, have children. He wasn't able to have children. Mashma, Rush says, the mashmos of the shackle of the tire of the Gemara is, without the fact that he was unable to have children, he should be required to get married. The lab, and if not, he's violating the Torah to like one who's transgressing, the Kof knows so. And that's where Besom gets out their sticks. They should force him. Piskei Rosh, Kitzer Piskei Rosh says, Mi shalokim pir b'rubya, ve'eno no se'isha, mishigia l'chof shana, hayu kofen also b'shotim lisa. So, this is Nifsak in the tour and in Shulchan Aruch. Let's take a look. This is in Heaven Ezra Simon Aleph, Helpus Birbi Rivia. Because of Adoni Avi Harash Zah, Rabbi Shabrilov Esrim Shana of Ainarot Salisa, single man who's past 20 years doesn't want to get married. Bezin Kofino Salisa, Bezin will force him to get married. Kedilakai and Mitzvah Birbi Rivia. You're going to force him. That's what the tour says. Now, Shulchan Aruch. Singing the same tune. This is also the same place. Ebenezer Semenalev, Siv Gimel. Mi Shabralav Chav Shana Veinu Rotz Elisa, Bezdin Kof and Osalisa, Kedila Kaim, Mrs. Perivivia. No. Shalonarch agrees with the Rosh. Says the Ramah. This man is there, no, but Shalolok of Hazet. Nowadays we don't force on this. Chaim Mishla Kim Perivivia. Somebody who is not Makai Peruvu and he wants to marry a woman who cannot have children. Kegon Akara, Zakeno, she's not able to have children. Ketano, Shum. Choshua is interested in marrying her. Wants to get rich, she's a rich lady. Not a good idea, but Avalpish, Medina, Haylim Chosbo, at the letter of the law, Bezin should intervene. Lo Nogu, Kamaderus. This is already not the practice for a number of generations. This is quoting Rivosh. That's already many generations. We don't interfere with matches. Even if a man and a woman got married and were married for 10 years, the custom is not, or there is no custom of the courts to force him to divorce her. Even though they didn't have children, he didn't have children. And he's mochoyiv minadin. Nonetheless, Bezin doesn't interfere. And similarly with other matters, Bezin doesn't get involved. As long as there's no Isser. If there's Isser, Bezin will get involved. But if it's not a real Isser, just Bissel of the Mitzvah, so Bezin already is not knowing to get involved. So, the Chalchus Mechokek says, The Rush that we saw. He's medayik. This was fitting. The bezin should force him. Lisa used to marry. The rush himself is mashma that they didn't have this in his times. But from the rivash, with the ramos going to rush, can't prove from that. The hasa marry she'ain kofin also the garish. Oshen mochin melisa isha she'ain abazbonim. Over there, it's talking about interfering. It's not talking about 
this question of a single man who's not going to get married. That's not the discussion. So no proof from Rivash, but the Chalk of Nechokech says you can bring a raya from the Rush himself. And Lachera, you can bring a raya also from the Kitzvah Piskei Rush, not just the Chain Hayanochon, it was fitting, but also the Lashon of the Kitzvah Piskei Rush, he says, they would force him, bishot him with sticks, Lisa, to get married. That's what they would do. He doesn't say, Lisa. He says, They would do this. Then, in times of Gemara, I don't know when, it's not from the Rosh, but they're not doing it either. Shogunar doesn't know this. This is the Ramah, Chalkas Machokek. Shogunar says, Get the sticks. And shockingly, nobody is talking about the Rambam. The Rambam says that we don't force. Remember the Rambam. Why are we not learning Subis now? What's going on over here? Why are we doing Yavomis? The Rambam says, The fee shanasuin tluim berotzen ha'adam. Ve'ein lebezin lokovis adam lishatein. Because by nesuin, regular ishos, regular marriage, it depends on the will of the person, and it's not the business of the court to force a person to get married. That is the Rama. Right there, plain sight. Why does nobody talk about the Rama? I don't know. The Rama doesn't deny the Din Kfiya altogether. Right? We, we do find the Rama does bring it in certain places. The Bezin does force to do mitzvahs. Rama is not unaware of this. Gemara Subis. Ram brings it, brings it in multiple places. So, yesh la'ayin. Why is this different? It's very nice. It depends on a person's rotsam. But the Raman knows full well that sometimes Bezdin extra- extracts the rotsam from him, right? They beat him up to give his wife a get if he's mochuyiv, a mitzvah to give a get. So, we know his inner will is to do the mitzvah. Why over here does he say, by nisuin, oh, he has to be interested with rotsna adam, no forcing. What's the what's the problem over here? What about the mitzvah? Right. So we, we saw we see by other mitzvahs where there is kfiya that you just need the mice of alma. The classic example that shows you this is Gemara Rashon of Chav Chesmed Aleph. Shalchulei Avudishmol Kafa Ba'achal Matzah Yotza. If somebody is forced to eat matzah, he fulfills his obligation. If it means he was forced by a demonic force, if he's insane, so if he's possessed and not in his right mind to eat, so of course he has not fulfilled the mitzvah because he's not subject to the Torah. He doesn't have a sound mind. Persians did it. Apparently, that's some rogue Persians over there. So if the Persians forced him to eat matzah, shoved it down his throat, so he has fulfilled the mitzvah. So, l'chera, for a mitzvah, doesn't need das. Of course, mitzvah strichas kavana, al-kopanim l'chachila, it's a good idea. No one disagrees with that. But, if the Persians shoved the matzah down his throat, check, he can, he can be, smile at the end, even though he wasn't holding by it, but he has a mitzvah. He fulfilled the mitzvah. So l'chera, in such a case, Bessin can pull out their sticks. Mitzvah. Wonderful. But if the mitzvah requires das, requires rotson, 
It requires a Ratzon. So the Rambam says, Bezin doesn't force. And he says, Nesuin is something that requires Ratzon. So, that, that's, that L'chera is, is something that Bezin's forcing is not going to help. The, the Yisod of Nesuin is dependent. Tluyim b'Ratzon Adam. So, on that, ain't lebezin lakov is adam lishchatim. That's not the, the role of bezin. Yibum is different. Why is yibum different? So, the Ramam Pirish of our Mishnah, coming from the Gemara, but he, he uses this lashon. Where's the das kinyan? It's Minash Ramayim. It's his wife from heaven. Kedushi of Oman that are bonon. That which they do, Kedushin first, is a rabbinic requirement. Vikach, Bal, Vimto, Bezat Sashia, Kona, Kinin Goma. Even if it's a Shvacha Kinin without Das, the Das is coming from Hiknu Lomina Shemayim. He just needs a Maisa Ba'alma. Trukana Maisa. And it's Shaykh Kfia. Why is it Shaykh Kfia? Why is it Shaykh to force Bayibum? Because the das is supplied by Hiktun Lomin Shaman. It's his wife that the Torah from heaven says, she's the one. You have a mitzvah here of Yibum. It's not like Nisuin. Nisuin is dependent on das ha'adam, ratzon ha'adam. So there has to be a, a full intent for the Maisekinian. But by Yibum, why is it Shaykh to have a Kinyan garua, Maisebiya garua, to, for the Yavim to make a Kinyan? Because you don't need his ratzon. And a male this kfiyah. Now, even though there is kfiyah, the Ramam qualifies it further. Ramam says in Yibum Chalitza Beis Zayin, Lo Rotz Agadol Yabim, Magzir Nal Kol Achim. Ramam learns that the mitzvah is by the oldest brother. Others learn that it's whoever is the oldest, and the second oldest, third oldest. Machlokas are shown him, but Echshia Lo Rotzu Chosrin Itzal Gadol VaOmrim Lo Alechla. Mitzvah. If there's no interest, they go back to the Gadol, to the oldest brother. They say to him, it's your mitzvah. Oh, chalotz, oh, yabim. You have a choice. Chalitz or yibum. Ve'ein kofenos yabim liyabim. And we do not force him to do yibum. Al kofenos so lachlos. But we do force him to do chalitza. So if he's indecisive, Bezin says, you can't leave the zikah as it is. You must do something. So, they're not going to actually force him to do Yibum, to be Kones. He has a choice. But if he says he doesn't want to do anything, then they will force him to do Chalitza. Yesh, Lodum, why is that? Other Rishonim say not that way. But according to the Rambam, why will they not force him to do Yibum? Why are they only forcing for Chalitza? As much as the Rambam says, Nakdama, the whole reason we're learning of Amas, is because there's a Kfiyah, so this Kfiyah itself, the Ramam says, only applies to Chalitza. It's, it's a limited kfiyah. So L'chera, the pshat is that although the Kenyan doesn't require Das, as the Ramam says, it's Isha Shikna the Das, she is the one heaven has decided. He has a way out. He can do Chalitza, but Mitzad, the Kenyan of Yibum, there's no need for Das. It's already supplied. Nonetheless, Chacham Ein of Berosho, look at what's happening ahead of you.
at the end of the day, even the the Kenyan is powerful without Das, even though that is the case, the result ultimately is Nisuin. This is leading to Ishus. So Chachamin of Rosha. And therefore, when we look at it from the eyes of Bezdin, Bezdin doesn't look, strictly speaking, right in front of us. The Maisa of Yibum. Yes, that doesn't require that. In theory, if you just look right in front of you, Bezdin should be able to force either for Yibum or Chalitza. But Bezdin is Chachamim and Eim, Birosham, they're looking ahead. And therefore, they're looking at the Eitz Satova. Right, like the Ramam says in the beginning, beginning of the fourth parak of Yibum Chalitza. Keitza mitzvah Chalitza. She goes after him. They go to court. And they give the Eitz HaTova. They say, what's a good idea? They think it's a good idea. Then they give that advice. Do Yibom. If the good idea is, you know what? Do Chalitza. Two people have an age gap. Oh, he's Kano, who yelled she either way. Yotin also lachlots. They give the Eitzah of Khalitza. Why don't they just say, do Yibumar Khalitza? I don't care about Das. It's Isha Shignal Meshamain. Yes, from the Kenyan, that's true. But the result is Nisuin. And Nisuin is totally, as the Raman says, that the result of Nisuin requires Ratzon. And if this is not a good Shidduch, it's not Tukapas, so then they're gonna recommend doing. The chalitza. Once they're going to recommend doing chalitza, so we see that the way the bezin gets involved is not looking strictly at the maizikinim, but the results. Therefore, as much as they give eitza sometimes to do chalitza, they're also not going to be kofet to do yibum, because the result they're looking at the result of the nisuin afterwards. So that's not against the fundamental principle. The fundamental principle is that the etsem, it's ishto shikdalom minishamayim. His wife, she's Roy to be his wife, Minatara, doesn't need das for that. Only for the next step do we see that it resembles Nisuin, that's the final result, and therefore the Kfiyah will be limited. But Be'etzem, it's Shaykh, Kfiyah without das. You don't need das, it's a Hechrechi. There's a Hechrech for this, even Mitzad Ayibum, not just Mitzad Chalitza, but the Kfiyah is limited to Chalitza. There are Shulchan in Elchus Pirib Rivyasim and Aleph. Sif Chof Aleph writes, Ama Shnizbai, Begia Esrim Shana Kofin Lisa Isha. And that which, Shkonar Paskins, that once a man has reached 20 years of age, he's forced to get married. The Ramah writes, according to Rivash, nowadays they don't force on this. He discusses a raya from the Rosh himself. This is what the Ramah seems to learn. Really, the letter of the law, Bezin should intervene. Even in a case where a man is married to a woman for 10 years and they don't have children, he doesn't have children. Even though in a din, he should be forced to give her a get so that he can fulfill Puravu. So nonetheless, we do not force him to divorce her. That's the Ramah. 
ואין שום טעם נוכל מנגזל. ואורך השולחן is not happy about this. There's no good reason for this custom. כל הטעמים שני בבעם, וזה כולם דחויוס, דגרה. What kind of business is this? They're itching to get the stick out. They want to beat the guy up. Do your mitzvah. Amnam, I'm not ashamed to deno koach limchos. Nonetheless, Ochel Shulchan is a realist. He says, as a matter of fact, we don't have the power to say a peep. Nothing. But the Bachar himself should be concerned. And he should be worried for his own soul. Make sure to do the mitzvah. If he's trying to find a good shidduch, or for some other reason that's legitimate, then even in Adin, there's no din of kvia. But the very latest, he should not wait beyond 24 years of age. That's from Marikash, Rabbi Yaakov Castro. So that is the Archa Shulchan holds. Again, not Mesiaches at all to the Rambam in Pirish Mishnayas that says in Yanin Esuin, Besan doesn't get involved, does not force a person in Osei to get married. Not Mesiaches at nobody, I didn't see anybody talk about it. The Oracle Shulchan agrees, as a matter of fact, that Besan has no ability to get involved, even though he doesn't think it's a well founded minig. He agrees that it's Roy, even like the Rush says, it's, it's appropriate, Haya. They would beat up to make sure he does his mitzvah. But that's uh, not what the Ramam holds. And that's not the, the reality on the ground. Continuing in the Gemara. Tan Rabbana. Ba'as Yisrael Pikachat. A Jewish girl who is well. That she had Erosim, Kiddushin. First stage of marriage to a healthy Kohen. Though he speak Lekonsa. And he was not able to conclude Nisuin with Chopa till he became a deaf mute, unable to make a Kenyan. Eino Ocheles. She does not eat Truma. Nola la ben Ocheles. But if she has a child from him, then she does eat Truma. Meis haben, if the son died, Rabinas Nomer Ocheles. Rabinasan says she still continues eating. Once the son dies, she go back, goes back to not being able to eat. My time with Rabbi Nelson. What is the reasoning of Rabbi Nelson? Rabbi Nelson says, since she already was eating, so she can continue eating. So according to this, why don't we say a regular case of a, a Jewish girl, Bas Yisrael, that married to a Kohen, and then her husband died, let her continue to eat? Shikfar Achla, because she already was eating. So you had Kiddushin and Nisuin to a Kohen, she's able to eat. So even if he died, why don't we say the Svar, that since she was eating, she can continue eating. And that's not the case. Now that she's widowed, if she doesn't have a son from the Kohen, she doesn't have a son who's a Kohen, so she cannot continue eating. So what, what does Rabbi Nelson do with that? Al-Kivan demis le pakale kidushase mina. Rather, since he died, so his kidushin, his paka, is, is lost. Ha-Hanami kivan demis le pakale kidushase mina. 
So too, over in this case, since he dies, so the, the sanctity is also lost. See Rashi. Nolad lo ben ocheles. If she has a son to the cheresh coin, then she now can eat. Because of her son, as the Torah says, and he, the coin can feed Truma to those born in his house. They can eat his bread. So this son it can eat. So the mother can eat because of the son. If the son died and the father is alive, Rabbi Nassim says she can eat because of her husband. If the husband died without a son, Allah, Amar, Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef disagrees with Rabbi. Rav Yosef says, Rav Yosef explains what is the shita of Rabbi Nassim that the Nisuin of Echeresh allows his wife, the full marriage, the chupa of the Cheresh, allows his wife to eat Shruma. And we do not say that the Nisun of Cheresh, her status is unable to eat as a restriction offense around Kiddush of Cheresh. Let's see Rashi, why? The Kiddush took place when he was a Pekar, the the wife of a coin after Kiddush already is allowed to eat Truma. Mishas Eris and Ocheles. From Arison, after she is Mikudeshes, she can already eat from a minatar. The coin kiyak minatar shkinyan kaspo. As long as it's kinyan kaspo, yocha bomiat. So that's right after kiddushin. For banan hu gazri, there's a rabbinic restriction. Actually, comes to chopah only after chopah, after nisuin, then may she eat from a. Mishum gzeira shema nosgul lachos bebeisaviyah tishke lachav lachosa. We're afraid that kiddushin, she's still hanging by her parents, her family, her brothers, sisters, and therefore, if she's going to actually be allowed to eat truma, she's going to potentially feed it to them, which is also, she can't feed it to Zahar, she's not used to truma. So, the Rabbanon, because they're worried about that, wait until she's by her husband's house already, after Chopah. At the time of the Kenyan of Kiddushin, he was a Bendaz. Hashta and now he brought her into the Chopah. Now that she is in fact married, even though he's a Cheresh, we should no longer be worried that she's going to feed her family of Yisraelim, Truma. There's no Gzeira of Nesun of Cheresh because of the Kedushin of Cheresh, because the Kedushin of Cheresh is ineffective, he's not getting a real Kenyan. Rabbanu the Asri, Gazri Nesui Cheresh, Tehavi Ben Das, Mishas Kedushin. Rabbanan who Aser, against Rabbi Nassan, they are Gozer Nesui Cheresh, even after Chopa of the Cheresh, Tehavi Ben Das, Mishas Kedushin. Because he was Ben Das by Kedushin, Atu, Hecha, Dekotcha, Kishi Cheresh, Kenyan Olav Kenyan. When the Kedushin took place, if, if he was a Cheresh, so his, his Kenyan is worthless. There is no Kenyan by Cheresh of Kedushin. The Machlokis, as Rabbi explains, uh, as Rav Yosef explains it, between Rabbi Nassan and the Chachamim, is whether this Xera of 
restricting the wife of the coin to eat when you don't have a proper Kenyan extends to Nisue Cheresh or not. So the reason for the Gzera is no longer applicable because she's no longer by her parents' house. So therefore, Rabbi Nassim says it's permitted. Rabbi don't differentiate. They say that she's still not allowed. Amar Abaye. Abaye responds to Rabbi Yosef. Ihachi, if that's the case, no laben, lamali, why does it say if she had a son? Meaning, Rabbi Nassim is saying that it's dependent on Chopa. It has nothing to do with a son. So why does the, the this this discussion between the Chachamim and Rabbi Nassim seem to revolve around Nol Laben. Uh, Rabbi Yosef responds to to Abaye Mishum Rabbanon because of the sheet of the Rabbanon. Let's see Rashi. Nol Laben Lamali below Ben Nami Achla Rabbi Nassim for Rabbi Nassim you don't need a son for her to be able to eat just the Nisu the, the Nisu and the Chopa Mishum Rabbanon that it's necessary to discuss the case of the son because of the Rabbanon. To tell you that the Rabbanon agree that when there is a son, even though the father and the, and, and the husband is a cheresh, nonetheless, the wife can eat if she has a son who's a coin. The, uh, continuing the Gemara, So, why doesn't Rabbi Nassim argue earlier? Why is, why is there a, a discussion only coming around by Ben? You're right, you want to talk about the Chachamim agreeing that if she has a son, that she does eat Truma, but they should have argued earlier. Rabbi Nassim was very polite. He waited to Rabban until they finished their discussion. Then he went to argue with them. If that's true, that Shat in the state, the sequence here, as Rabbi Nassim is being so polite, Yehachi, this name Mesa Ben, Enochelis. Then the way it should be structured is des- describing. Okay, there's a son. That's to show you that the Rabbanon agree that they eat, that the Isha will eat if she has a son of the coin. And if the son dies, then she loses that right to eat, according to Chachamim. Rabbi Nassim Omer, Ochelis. And in that case, Rabbi Nassim should say that she does eat. Let's see Rashi. Hadar that which Rabbi Nassim says that she eats is going in everything. Whether the end where the sun dies, or in the beginning, after Chopa, even before she has a son. That's where Rabbanon says she doesn't eat because she doesn't have a son. If you say that Rabbi Nassim is arguing also in the first part, and he's just being polite. And not responding until they finish their discussion. The Rabbanon should have been structured as saying it all together. And then Rabbi Nassim should have argued on everything. But now the way it actually is structured doesn't make sense to say that Rabbi Nassim is waiting for them to finish their discussion. And, and then he only mentions the argument concerning the son dying, but not arguing in a case where there was no son. So it doesn't, the, the way this Mamre is taught does not 
fit this idea of Nasus waiting until they finished and then arguing. That's a kasha. Ram Paskin in Hilfus Trumus, if there's Kedushin, Bas Yisrael married to a Kohen who's healthy, and they did not do Chuppah until he became a Cheresh, then she may not eat Trumah. If he died and then fell before the remaining brother who was a Cheresh, the Yibma, and he did Yibum, she still may not eat. But if he did Nisuin, the first brother, before he died, already did a Chopah, as a Pikeach, and then became a Cheresh, then she can eat Shroma. Meis, after her husband died, and then she felt the Yibum of a Cheresh, then she does eat because she originally was able to eat Shroma. If Eishas Cheresh so the Rambam is paskining like the Lishna Basra in Rav, opinion of Rav, and paskining like the Chachamim, not Rabbi Nasan. Continuing the Gemara. We saw the Mishnah makes a comparison. Gemara is going to focus on this Vechain. We started in Gimel and talking about Yivamas, and then we switched gears by Arias. Vechain, all of these Bias Garuas, all these inferior Bias do generate a passless and invalidation. makes the status of the woman ineligible to marry a coin, the status of a zona. And the Gemara is going to focus on what Vechain means. Amr of Amram, Ha Milsa Amr of Sheshes, for Amram says, this matter was taught to us by Rosheshes, top of Mabav Mabez, Anarinu, Ma'ainin, Rashi says, the Mishnah Senu, Hevi Raya Ledvaro, Veheir Eninuba. This was an enlightening explanation that Rav Shesh has taught us from our Mishnah. Eishis Yisrael Shenensa, wife of Yisrael, who was Nensa. So this via was Shelo Birtsona. Even though she is permitted to her husband, who is a Yisrael, nonetheless, she is not eligible to marry a Kohen. And this is taught by our Mishnah, the Tan and our Mishnah. Oh, Psuos. My Vechain. Why is the Mishnah saying, and similarly? My love, Loshna Beshogi. Loshna Mezin. Doesn't make a difference whether it was done inadvertently or intentionally. Doesn't matter whether it was against a person's will or with a person's will. Ketani, so the Mishnah says that she is invalidated, not eligible to marry a coin. 
That is the status of Zona. That was the teaching that Rav Amram learned from Rav Sheshes, based on our Mishnah. And Gemara is going to push back on this limud and try and be manche. Lo, my v'chein, perhaps not. What does it mean v'chein? Ha'ara. Ha'ara deman, only referring to ha'ara, not the entire slew of cases of biagarua. Only ha'ara. If you're talking about arayas, you're going to say just like we have ha'ara, this inferior action, not just inferior intention, but inferior action, generates a status by arayas, generates a status of zona. So this is learned out from to the contrary, the Mishnah starts with teaching you the lachas of Yibum, and then it says vachin, and similarly by Arayas. But this is schwer to say that the vachin is telling you that there's a similar status, that this inferior act has effectiveness as it pertains to Arayas. If that is similar to Yivamos, so it's circular, because Yivamos. The, the din of Yibum is actually learned from Arayas. Why? The source that Ha'ara, this inferior act, has a status of Bia, Klape Arayas, it's learned from Arayas. Let's see Rashi. How, therefore, does the Mishnah compare the din of Arayas to Yivama? It's as though it was learned from Yivamo. That's not true. The Limud is from Arayas itself. Yivamo is learned from Arayas. So rather, what is the Vechein then? We start with Yivamos and we say Vechein. So maybe he's talking about the, the, the case of Shlokadaka, another inferior act. No. The Arayas, the Limud of Shulkadaka of Arayas, Adrabo, Iker Mishkabei Yishu of Arayas Ksivo. The Limud of Shulkadaka has a status of Bia, is also taught by Arayas. So don't tell me that that's the Limud Vechain from Yibum to Arayas. Can't be, because the whole Limud is from Arayas. Ela, my Vechain. So back to the question, what does it mean Vechain? Ashulokadaka, Chayve Lavin. It could be that it's saying, to tell you that this inferior act has a status of Bia for Chayve Lavin, which are not Arayas. Chayve Lavin are prohibitions that are not included in Arayas. And how do you know that there's liability and whatever the consequences are for Chayve Lavin, Bia of Chayve Lavin, that is learned Vechain from Yibum, even though the original source is from Arayas. Interesting. Still, why we would say to go in such a roundabout manner, Lachar, we would just learn straight from Arias. It's still a bit strange. So, in spite of the fact that we have these potential dichuyim, Lamaisa, the Ramam does in Pirish Mishnah, quote the initial Memra. Right, this teaching of Anam said very glowingly that Rav Sheshis teaches us, the Ramam brings it on the Mishnah. The dichuyim are just possible ways to try and 
learn otherwise, but really, the limud stands. Let's see how the Rambam speaks it out. Chein abo, chein abo lachas mekol arayas shmatera. Amru v'chein otzomar kol abo lachas mekol arayas hamur shmatera. Bein ba'ones, bein b'ratzon, bein b'shel, bein b'mezid. Pasum nekohuna. The v'chein is telling you that all of these prohibited relationships, even if it was done in an inferior manner, whatever the status uh, that would be changed by such relationship is effective. And the woman is invalid, no longer eligible to marry a Kohen. She becomes a Zona, means she's unable to marry a Kohen, even though she's allowed to remain with her husband, if she was in this relationship against her will. Even though the status of Zona is not a prohibition for Yisrael, nonetheless, she is invalid, ineligible to marry a Kohen. For the soul to Kahuna does not matter whether there was intent or what the intent was or the act was inferior, does not make a difference. The soul of Kahuna is in lockstep with the Biagarua that affects the Kenyan of Yibum. So the Ramam does bring down this teaching in his Pirisha Mishnah. And also in Yerachazaka. Hilchas Yisur be'a peh kirchas halachachas. Eishas Yisrael, shenensa. Afpish madesh labayla riyasu lakuna. The wife of regular Yisrael, non-Kohen. She's nensa, so there is this be'a garua, an inferior relationship outside of relationship with her husband. Afpish madesh labayla riyasu lakuna. She's not allowed to marry a Kohen should her husband die, or... Should they get divorced anyway? It would be she'd be asked to marry Kohen, so it means in the case of she became a mono. Nonetheless, she has this psul, she became a zono through this bia garua. Aishas Kohen sha'amra l'bayla and nasty o shagagti bala ache o shabal echme hate all that shizis bein baonis bein rotsan harezu eina asura lo shema eina anosna ba'ache. The wife of a Kohen makes a claim that would generate a status of Zona and prohibit her to him. So she is not believed. If he does believe her, oh, whoever tells him is somebody he believes. And he trusts them. Then he should divorce her in order to avoid this Safek Yisrits and Yisrits for a coin to continue being with a Zona even though it's his wife, so he has to divorce her. And he'll have to pay her ksubo, assuming that it was negative So So that is not a chiv min hadin. That's what Ramam is saying, that there's a chash. Shema enel nosna ba'acher. Maybe she is interested in marrying somebody else. She wants to get out of this relationship. So that's a chash that he could be so mechan if he's not sure. More than that, it only says that if he believes her or the aid, or an aid, then it still is only a suffix. And he should, it's recommended that he divorce her, because he lost it today's suffix. But not that he's mochoyev mamish, there is no namonis over here. 
there's always this possibility, because it's not too Aiden, that it, possibility that it's something else going on, but not that she is really a zona and prohibited to her husband the coin. Continuing the Gemara. Amarava, the Girsa Rabba, fits better. Amarava, Ashes coin, Shenansa Bailo, Lokaila, Mishim Zona, the wife of a coin that had a Bibgarua against her will with another man. She now is prohibited to her husband, and he gets lashes because, if he would continue being with her, because she is a Zona. Wait a second. Only because of Zona? What about Tuma? There's another prohibition. If a woman is unfaithful in a relationship of their marriage, so there's a prohibition of Tuma. That's not only for Aisha's Kohen, but also for Aisha's Kohen. He'll get double lashes. Lashes for Zona, in addition to lashes for Tuma. The, the Torah describing the prohibition on the husband if the wife has an extramarital relationship, it says, and she was not coerced, she was not taken. Meaning, it was within her free will, she was interested in this. That's what the Torah asks, Asra. It's meduktik in the Pasuk that if this relationship happened against her will, then she is permitted to her husband. The mashmos of vihi and she means specifically this one, as opposed to another one. There's another one, that is the wife of a Kohen, Ezuzu, Eshes Kohen, that she is prohibited even though the relationship was undertaken against the wife's will, Nonetheless, since she is married to a Kohen, so she is not permitted to return to him. The lav Abba Muhammad say, I say, why don't we say that it's a prohibition that comes about as a result of a positively phrased directive in the Torah, and therefore not subject to lashes? Rabbi says, no. It was all included in the Prohibition of Zona. And when the Torah extracted from this cloud, from this rule, the wife of a Jew, Yisrael, and she was not taken against her will, Asura, that's when she is prohibited, by the wife of Yisrael, we say that if it was against her will, she is permitted to her husband Yisrael. So we can derive from here that there's no exclusion by an Aisha's coin. And this the same prohibition remains. That's inclo- included in the Isra Zona. The Ika de Amri, there's an alternative version of this Shaklavatari the Gemara. Omar Rabo, Aisha's coin, Shenensa, by the Loklamishum Tuma. Starting the other way, the wife of a coin who had a relationship against her will. So the husband gets lashes, the coin now will get lashes. Because of this extramarital relationship, the, the prohibition of Tuma. Wait a second, only for Tuma, not because of Zona? It's two separate Isurin. This seems to imply 
that if the relationship was against her will, so we would not call her a zona. Zona requires ratzon. The Pasuk says concerning the prohibition of Tuma that she was not taken. That is when she's prohibited to her husband. But if she was, then since it was against her will, she is permitted to her husband. And again it says he, that even though it was against her will, she nonetheless is prohibited. This is referring to the wife of a coin. And the prohibition that is brought about, phrased in a positive way, has a status of assay, not lashes. Everything was included after she became defiled. That's a pasuk referring to being returning his wife after she married somebody else in the middle. So that is called the Toevo after she remarried somebody else in the middle. So this alternate version, Ikad Amri. Rabbo is saying that everything was included in the prohibition of Masagirushasa, Ashehutma. Then by Eshisisra, that she is prohibited for an infidelity to her husband, that is qualified by a circumstance where it was against her will. If it was against her will, then she is not prohibited because of Tuma. And within that, it says a limitation, he, that she, was not taken against her will, but Aisha's Kohen, Kitakamakamo, is still within the prohibition of Achare Asher of Tuma. So, two different versions over here. Let's see how the Raman Paskins this. The Raman is in Perkirchas Halochazain in Serbia. Aisha's Kohen Shenansa, Baila Lokalea, Mishum Tuma. Raman says that there is Malchus because of Tuma. He quotes the Limud of Masa Girushasa, a prohibition that applies not just to a Kohen, but to every man, every Jewish man, not allowed to remarry his ex wife if she married somebody in between. That is called Hutma. She's been defiled to him. So the Torah excludes from this prohibition the case of the wife of Israel, that if the relationship she had not with her husband was against her will, then she's mutter permitted to her husband from Israel. Here, the Ramam says at the very end that she stays in the status of Isser because she is a Zona. I started by saying that the husband, the, the Kohen, gets Malchus because Tuma, Mishum Tuma. And then he concludes with saying Sharehi Zona. There's a bit of a, a question mark exactly. He's switching in the middle 
at face value, he seems to be incorporating both. That she's she has a status of Tuma and Zona, and the husband who's a Kohen will get Malchus for both. That's the Pashat Mashmos. Let's see the Magad Mishnah. The Morasham Yvamus and Vavabes, Shnela Shamos, Lishna Kama Omaraba, Aisha's coin, Shnensa, Bailoka Mishum Zona, Hulu, Ramishum Tuma, Af Mishum Zona, Barbira Beno, Sotvarov, Shubosik, came. So the Magad Mishnah says he, he is paskening like the Lishna Kama. Sharei Kosovgan came Mishum Zona. Because he in invokes the prohibition of Zona. Still, Ramam introduces this saying that the Kohen, the husband of this woman, gets Malchus because of Tuma. How could this be? My mission doesn't understand. So as a corner of the Ramam, this should be considered a lavish of a klalos, a generalized prohibition, and therefore not subject to lashes. And I explained over there, that's what the Ramam holds. So therefore, maybe the Ramam is not being precise over here, and he's following the wording of the Gemara. And that's why he concludes that she's a zona. But the first part, he says, I don't get it. The Ramam Bechera holds that it's Lash of the Close, and therefore Adayin Sarachin is not sure what to do with this Ramam. He does say Sharei Zono. is not sure what to do here. Let's take a look. Perek Aleph Halachah of Beis, the Magamishna sent us to. Ha'isha Shuchzuka Mido, Bishchenu Seha. If a woman is presumed among her neighbors, Chavetz say that she's a Nido. To avoid having her come in contact with Truma, which is Zor because of her status of Tuma, and they know she's a Nido, then by the local Nido. So she has a status of Nido, and her husband will be subject to lashes, even though there are no Aidim. There's a Hoksik. She becomes presumed to have the status of Nido based on this Chazaka. That it's widely known among her neighbors that she has a status of Nido. Mekanal Ishto, somebody. Warns his wife against being secluded with another man, Minisra, and she breaks that. She does go against that and secludes herself with him. One witness comes and says that she not only secluded, but had an infidelity with this man. And if her husband was a Kohen, and then he lived with her against this backdrop, then he gets lashes. Because of Zona. Even though the real source of knowing that she has a dim zona is only from one witness, nonetheless, given this context, she gets a chazaka that she is a zona, and therefore her husband will get lashes. That's the Ramah. Says the Ravid. Wrong. He will not get lashes for zona. But he will get lashes because of Tuma. Because any case of Ones is not going to generate a status of Zona. Rather, there will be lashes because of Tuma. 
This is a Gemara in Yavamis, Nunvavmadez, our Sodia. The Ravid is passing in the Lishna Basra, like Rabbah, of Rabbah, the Lishna Basra, the second version. And the Rabbah is against that. The Rabbah is saying, that's not shot. You do not require, in order to have a status of Zona, that it be the Daito Ritzona. And he does not pass in the Lishna Basra. Let's see what the Magad Mishnah says. That's Rabbeinu. Davapi Shashino Shami Vamos. Chachamim Amrim. Mani Mekayim Achrei Shehut Ma Lerabos Sotosh Nisra. Amru Sham Mai Nisra. Nivala. Mai Karla Nisra. Lishna Ma'alya. Hikshu Nivala Behedja. Siva Tumo. Minisra. Behinit Ma. Tirtsu Mekam Alea Bilab. Rabbi Yossi Ben Kiper Poli Hosa. Amru Delab Soto Leslo. Vadai Kaimelon Kachachamim. Afavikin Sov Rabbeinu. Shein Nisra. Shazin Satatov. What is the main laugh talking about? Is somebody who married a woman, divorced her, then she married somebody else, that marriage concluded, if he wants to remarry her, then he gets a laugh of Masagur Shasa. That's the main laugh. The Pasuk says she went to another man. That's afterwards the, the first husband is not allowed to remarry him. Even though our sages derive two things from this, that a simple reading of the verse, not allowed, she's not allowed to return to her first husband. And that if she was defiled as an infidelity, she's also not allowed to return to her husband. So says the Magad Mishnah, this should be considered a a generalized prohibition. It includes two separate matters. The Ramam says, you don't get Malchus for Lashbaklalos. No lashes. That's the way Magad Mishnah learns the Ramam's opinion in the seventh Foundation, the second, seventh, uh, the, the ninth Iker in Sefer Amisvas, talking about Lavshav Chalos. Mikol Makom Kivon Shepshuta Shal Mikra Hu B'Meniyas Saras Gerusha Masigurusha Also Loke. Nonetheless, since the primary interpretation of the verse is Masigurusha, also there will be lashes for that. Avo Habo Al Ishto Shizinso Eno Loke Machmas Lavze. The secondary interpretation is considered Lavshav Chalos and not subject to lashes. Zadas Rabenu. That Magamishna says. Is the opinion of the Raman who's become the Raman's spokesperson? Nekain lo mona b'chlal minim mitzvos halavin shelo lavo al ishto achar shezinsa. Therefore, the Raman doesn't include it as a separate lav. Lo chayav ala malkis v'sefer shoftim, and he doesn't list it as those cases where the husband would get or a man would get malkis lashes when he lists all the cases of lashes and shoftim. Below b'shumakom, wow, not in any place did the Raman mention this. Unbelievable. Here the Raman wrote specifically that the husband is a Kohen, and he needs to get lashes because of Zona, and not because of Tuma. Of course there's a Zona here. Against the Ravid, the Raman says that she is a Zona even by Onis. Raman says that 
the status of Zona is incurred even against the Ratzon of the Isha. And that's the teaching of Rav Amram in the name of Rav Sheshes. That doesn't matter. Still, the Vechain, that she become possible to Kahuna, she become a Zona. so it's machlokis how to learn whether the first way and second way are in agreement. That's the way the the Meiri learns. Clearly, the Rambam is learning lachara not that way. That that uh, he's rejecting the aspect that is tole the sul zona in Ratzon. Perhaps Rama holds that the Sugi is going with the Shita of yes, getting Malchus on a generalized prohibition. Therefore, he rejects it because they don't hold that way. Okay, if you go Rava. Uh, is more of a challenge. Zenir Daitozal. This he says all explain explanation of the Rambam. Okay, so that's uh, my mission continues, but this this Lukhar is a plea atsuma. I don't know how he could say this. It's it's pretty unbelievable. He says that it's Lashbachlalos and the Rambam does not mention this. Lobishumakum does not say there's Malchus for the Isser of Tumah in any Makom. Is that really the case? Let's see the Rambam in Hilchus Gerushim, Perakir Aleph, Hilchus Yud Gimel, and Yudalev. Zinus im Acher, Kishi Grusha, Ezerun Tesla, Sodabailo, Shinamav Yotzum, Beso, Vahokha, Vahislish Acher. The prohibition of Masa Gerushasa, restoring, remarrying his ex wife, is specifically if she married somebody in between. It is the Kiddushin that prevents her from remarrying her previous husband. Says the Ram Included in this prohibition. And she had an infidelity. While she was married. She is prohibited to her husband. And he gets lashes. If he is with her. Pasuk says after she became defiled and she was defiled. I don't know what the Magnificent is talking about. It says he didn't say in any place that she gets Malchus, that he gets Malchus for Tuma. It's pretty explicit. For this prohibition that's included in Masa Gushaso of Isha Shizinsa. The exclusion. Exception to this rule is if she was Eishis Yisrael and it was against her will. 
Therefore, as Makas Mardus for regular Safek Sota, a case where there's Kinu and Stira, so we know that she violated the warning of her husband not to be secluded with this other man, so there's Makas Mardus. He knows how to say Makas Mardus. He didn't start saying that, he started saying Loke Aleha. Just keep that in mind. Now he's mentioning Makas Mardus. Definitely sounds like there is a Mokom that the Raman tells you that there's Malkus, sounds like Daraisa, for this prohibition of Aishas Ish Shazinsa, Tachas Baila. The husband's going to get Malkus if it's Vada. Because the Mishnah asked this Kasha, it's not, it's not my shock. Because the Mishnah asked the Kasha, he says, What's the Magi Mishnah talking about? We had Soma. that is what the Magnus says, a good quote. Says What are you talking about, Magnishna? Read the Raman. Right here, it's explicit. The Ramam says lashes because of this prohibition that the Magi Mishnah says, no, no lashes, it's lashes b'chalos. So, this is shocking. Magi Mishnah say, he says there's lashes here. But the Ramam is shver. Here the Ramam says there are malchus. But the Ramam over there, in Perak Aleph, in Usurbiya, sounds like there is no Malkus over there. Only Bishram Zona. And it's not mentioned over there in Sanhedrin, in Sefer Shoftim. So the Kesem Mishnah agrees with the fundamental idea of the Magi Mishnah, but he can't swallow this claim that the Ramam doesn't say in any place that there's Malchus. He says there is Malchus for the Isra of Hutma'ah. Unbelievable. And he only mentions you in the Hemshech Lalacha, Makinoza Makis Mardis. In the beginning, he just wrote, Loka Lea, Shenemar, and he didn't mention Jimakas Mardis. This is 
This is very, very dochek. He acknowledges, as Misha says, this is outrageous. But he's bothered by the Magnus problem that over there, in Perak Aleph, he says there's only an Isser's own. It does not mention the Isser of Tumah, of Isher Shazin, Satachas Bailo. This is a very dochek teret. Unbelievable. Hard to, to accept. There's got to be a better way. Let's take a look at the morning Kedushin Samach Vav Meralev. Yiboyeluhu. Ishto zimsa beit echot. Yishosek. Mal. What happens if somebody is confronted with a claim by one witness? His wife had an infidelity which, as we saw, the Ramam says, when it's nisbar, it's clear, to Edim, he gets Malkus. Not allowed to continue having a relationship with her. But what if there's only one witness? Ma, what's the Allah? Amr Abaye Neman. says it's believed. Rav Amr Eino Neman. We're passing like Rav. One witness is not believed. Have a Dabash This is considered Dabash Be'erva. It's considered a matter of Erva. Ve'en Dabash Be'erva Vachatashnai. And the rule is Dabash Be'erva. You need two witnesses. Very, very important over here. This is not like the Din of Nida or the Din of Zona, which are not called Dabr Shebe Erva. For that, you can have Huxaka. Eid Echot can generate a Chazaka. And she'll have a status, either through her neighbors or through Eid Echot. You can have circumstances create a Chazaka. And Eid Echot could achieve that. Eid Echot says, This is Chazer. And then two Eidim warn the guy, Don't eat that Chazer. And he eats it anyway, he'll get Malchus. It's only by Erva, in Davashiba Erva, Pachas Mishnah. You need two witnesses for Davashiba Erva. And this is called Davashiba Erva. This Avera of Tuma, the woman was defiled, prohibited her husband, that is called Davashiba Erva. The classic Davashiba Erva is Mamzeris. Something that has a result of Manzeris. This is not that, but for some reason it's called Davashib Erva. Tarbir, why that is? But it's called Davashib Erva. Moshe Feinstein was Masada Kedushin, and somebody ran up to him. The beginning of the ceremony said, I need to tell the Rav that I know this family from Europe, and the Kala is a, is a Manzeris. So it's also. Chasna can't happen. Ramosha said on the spot, Ein davash be'erva pachos mishnayim borachato Hashem. He can just right away ran into the brach. Okay, Ein davash be'erva pachos mishnayim. One witness is nothing. Davash be'erva does not affect what is necessary for us to accept that status. Not like other isurim. Not like the dinzona. And not like the din Nido. Where do we find that the din Tuma should have a din Erva? Why should that be? Mechtesin. So, Lachar, we do have a Raya. We see such a thing. See the Ramam Yubun Chalitza, Pervav Halachites. Isha Shizin Sutachas Bailo Birotzen Ubeidim. This is the classic case of Tuma. An infidelity, while she's married, intentionally witnesses. Umeis, 
guy has a heart attack. And now she falls before the Yavam. They don't have children. We see Clare, the Ramam is telling us that the prohibition of Isha, Shizinsa, Tachas has a din of erva. Not only that she has no zika to the surviving brother in law, but even her co wives are exempt as though she were an erva. Tsar's erva is also exempt. Of a sota, a sota is a suffix, Isha says in Kinui and Stira. Sota she mates, Baila, Kodem Sheishkena, before he's able to give her a drink, Me'amarim, to be Mavarer, if she's actually permitted or prohibited him. Oh, she ain't a Bas Shtia, she broke down, she confessed, she's not able to drink. Oh, Bas, Ella Bas Gershin, she needs to be divorced. But we don't have Aiden. Then, Let's say if you have one aid, you do not have a din erva because ein davish be'erva pachol mishnayim, and therefore there's a need for chalitza. She's not considered an erva love. Im ha'isalat sarah. She has a co-wife. I read sarasu muteres. It's only also to do to to be konis her because of the suffix. But her co-wife, the surviving brother, could even do yibum with her. Cholatzas elmas yibamis. So we see very clearly that the Ramam views the status of Isha, Shazinsa, Tachas, Bailo. Hinitma'a is a din arayas. She has a din erva. You see over here. So Mamela, that's for effort, the Kasha. Why does the Ramam say in Isuribia, Pek Aleph, Halachach of that there's Malchus only for Zona? Pashat. Because the case is without to Aiden. Look at the case again. Very good. He's trying to tell you parallel to the case of Nido. We're talking about an Isra that's not Dabr Erva. It's just Isra Ba'alma. Zona or Nido is the previous case. And over here, so the Malchus is only going to be because of Zona. Why is there no Malchus over here? Because of Tuma, not because it's Lash B'chalos. The Ramam tells us explicitly in Helchus Gerushin that there, there will be Malchus for Tuma. It's Mefurish. The Rabbanan, come on. He says Nehemshech, Makis Mardus. He says Malchus Shenema. There's real Malchus there. But what do you need to get those malkins? It's Dover Shiva Erva. So there's not going to be in the case mentioned in Surabiya Malkus because you don't have two witnesses. Only, he's, he's focusing only on the din of Zona, which is not Dover Shiva Erva. That Lukher is the Yishuv. And uh, the Magamisha's claim is Lafshabaklovas. Lukher is Nistra. It's, it's not shy to say, as Rama does give Malkus. He views the Tuma as something subject to Malchus, Minhatera, and it's just considered Dabr Shiba That's the Chiddush. It's considered Dabr Shiba and we see the manifest Dabr Shiba that by Yibum, 
she will be exempt from not only Yibam, but also Chalitza, if you have two Edim. Not only that, even her co-wife. Mamish Ke'arayas. Let's continue, see the Mishnah. Amona, Lekain Godol, Grusha Chalitza, Lekain Hedyet, Mena Erisin, Lo Yochlevich Shrema. See Rashi, Mena Erisin, Lo Yochlevich Shrema. Meshash Neskachu, Lo Elu Kedusha Avera, we're talking about a girl who's a Baskoin. So she's an Almana and she marries a coin Gadol. Or a Grusha or Chalutza marrying a coin Hedyet. So from the time of Erusin, as soon as they do Kedushin, she's no longer eligible to eat Truma. Even though she was eating Truma as a Baskoin prior. Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shimon, Nashir. The Lazar and Rabbi Shimon say no, she could still eat Truma. Rashi, Ajtivalo, Tasechalolo, until she actually concludes the Nisuin and becomes a Chalala. She becomes invalidated and her children become invalidated. Chalolim, she cannot eat if she was a Baskoin, and her, her children will not be Kohanim, they will be a Chalolim. But that's Dafko, Adshitivalo, when the, the status of Chalala and Psul for, for her eating Truma takes effect, according to Rabbi Lazarushin. Ms. Amlu owns Gashum in a Nisuin. If she became widowed or divorced from Nisuin, so it was full Nisuin, then Psulas, they're invalid. They cannot continue eating Truma because she's a Chalala. Minha Erisim shares. But this is not controversial. If they only did Kiddushin, it's Machlokes, if she can continue eating or not, if she's a Baskoin. But after the the Erisin is finished, so he divorced her, so then she could go back to her father's house and continue eating Truma. Afilu Rebbe Meir, Rashi says, Lo Only while there still is the status of this illegal marriage. Mishtameres l'bibsula, avomeisulo. And the mayor of the Tanakama holds that she cannot eat. But once that Kedushin is off, so then she can go back to eating from her father's house, as long as it was just Kedushin. <laughs>